Are you ready for another journey into the circle? This episode of In the Circle is brought to you by Bridge Tech Group, specializing in digital marketing services for small businesses. Get more details on their website at bridgetechgroup.com. We're going to be talking about, you know, something that affects everyone. And that is the topic of money. And some people are afraid to talk about it. Some people avoid it. Um, and some people just spend it. <laughs> so um, I, I, I'm, I'm pleased to be able to have you both on. So for us to get started, I'm kind of curious as to the background behind Prize Gems. What is Prize Gems about? How how did that concept come about? And now where you have videos um, on YouTube out there helping others. So I'm not sure if it's Simone or Nicole who's just going to give me some background, a little bit of background on Prized Gems. So yes, I'll jump in and give you a little bit of background on Prized Gems. So we actually go by the name of Gems Incorporated. That's our official name because we are a faith-based nonprofit organization and prize gems is what we do business as. And um, our mission is, is to empower, educate and train people to move from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. And we do this by providing the tools and techniques that will assist in navigating to the next level. So we, we give those tools and techniques out, and that's what you see we're doing on our YouTube channel. Um, we do have a vision, and our vision for our organization is that we are committed to transforming lives, changing family tree, and leaving a legacy. And if you want me to walk through how this started, how this came about... Before before you jump into that, Nicole, thank you so much because that is that is such um, that's a massive mission, especially um, in an environment that is so capitalistic. Um, mm -hmm. I just wanted you to expand a little bit when you say moving from a the, the mindset. I think you said moved from um, move into fixed. a growth mindset, move from fixed to growth. Yes. Explain that for me because that is a powerful statement. So, you know, fixed mindset is where we always, some of us find ourselves where we say, I can't afford it, or I wish there was a way to get more money, or there are no jobs out there, or I don't have enough money. You know, we, we think that it's luck or something that get us into a, a um, that get people to that next level. However, we want to train and, and, and um, educate people to say, no, you can't afford it. You just have to look at your income and your expenses. And so that's that going from that fixed mindset when it comes to debt to that growth mindset. What can you do? How can you focus on the habits that you that you're you have now whether it's financial habits to make you to that get you to that next level mm -hmm. so that's what we're doing with that those tools and techniques that we're teaching mm -hmm. excellent so so what brought you then to this point where you feel that you have the ability the capability to communicate, um, you know, people to get them to the right mindset about money and debt. You know, that saying, that cliche saying, been there, done that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is where, that's where we are today. So we've been there where it's, we're in debt. We made some choices um, and, and did some things that we look back at it and like, wow, we wish we didn't, did that. we didn't do that. Or we wish we had somebody that could have told us differently. Mm -hmm. And so now we are that somebody telling others that, hey, don't make that mistake. Or, hey, don't be in that fixed mindset. Here's how you get to that growth mindset. And so, so that's where we are today, where we want to help. And that's why our mission is to empower, educate, train. 
Wow. So if you could um, tell me, you know, both, and we can start with you, Nicole, since you're, you're currently conversing, where were you in your life when you decided, okay, enough is enough. I'm going to make a change. So you say the right words, enough is enough. Um, I know my counterpart, Simone, will talk about um, Mr. Dave Ramsey soon, but we had that enough is enough moment. And I had my enough is enough moment when I saw bills, credit card bills after credit card bills and just this mounting of debt. And, it, he, you know, there's a saying, you're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm-hmm. And it was just sick and tired of seeing the Macy's bill for a couple hundred dollars, the New York Company bill for a couple hundred dollars. And you're <laughs> like, no, we, we, we can't keep on just giving giving away our money. And, and then we weren't paying it off. Well, I wasn't paying it off at the end of the month. I was accruing um, interest. And so I was paying. So if I bought something for $100, I'm paying $129 back. I'm giving you, I'm giving away $29 of my money. And so we got sick and tired. I got sick and tired of having those bills and it was time for a change. Yes. Yes. And, and what about you, Simone? I mean, how, you know, where were you in your life when you decided to, to make a change? Well, it's very much similar to Nicole. I took out student loans, run up credit card bills and didn't pay it off at the end of the month. I also lease cars. Um, um, my, our good friend, Dave Ramsey, our best friend in our head, um, Dave <laughs> Ramsey, he said, he would say, you know, for car leasing, it's fleecing. Um, but that's for another story, another day. Um, but experience to teach wisdom and only, and only the teachable. And um, no one sat us down and told us what, how to manage our money or our resources properly. We had to learn the hard way. And um, that's what took that's what um um you know, as you said, um, fed up and you've I've had it moment. That was that was my I have had it moment no more. And why give somebody your hard earned money? Um, as Nicole said, giving somebody interest. I mean, no. So we have changed that and going back to our mission and our vision, change from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Yes, yes, and it's it's interesting too because. As you're saying, ignorance can be the, the challenge. Um, and um, I know from looking at some of your videos, both of you um, were originally from Jamaica, correct me if I'm wrong. And then when you move to the States, there are, you, there are systems that are in place that are mm -hmm. what I consider to be automatic systems. And so you fall into that system until mm -hmm. you may decide or if someone tells you or you seek out that knowledge to change the process. And it sounds like that's where you both are. So tell me about that transition. When you, when you came, you know, when you moved from Jamaica to the U.S. and then you had to sort of transition into things, I hear student loans, etc. Who would like to speak to that? Because I want people that are listening to understand that there is a automated system and then you guys just broke that like you broke that automation and stepped out on your own and start going into a different direction who can speak to that for me okay so i guess i will start with the automated system um you said it so eloquently when it comes to that because as simon said about the student loan we the, there are three things that we had in common simon and i our faith our mindset for learning. And as you said, we're from Jamaica. So when we came to this country, we came with the purpose of going back to going to school and furthering our education. And that's the first thing was student loans. And, you know, coming from a place where we were not well off, if you want to call it, we had to go into that automated system of getting student loans. And they were giving, they were throwing loans at you and they will <laughs> throw loans at you. Mm -hmm. And, and we did get the loans, but we did not understand the repercussion. Like after you're done with school and you're starting a job, you're not just going to pay those loans off just like that. It's going to take time. And it did take time for us. Yeah. So now we are trying to teach how can you um, go to school or better yourself, better your education, get a better education 
without going into debt. We are trying to teach those tools and 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 help someone because we know this. We know the system because we've been through it. But there are people. For example, my brother, he went to school debt free. Wow. He was able to go without having any debt. So it can be done. And that's what we want to teach and help. Yes, yes. But let's touch then on because student loan, you can rationalize that because you're getting a higher education. And typically, once you get that education, you should be able to get a job that pays fairly well you know there's just let's just say that what about credit card debt because you mentioned that earlier on and um credit card debt to me sounds like a choice versus you know compared to student loan that there is there could be a positive end result but credit card is a whole nother kettle of fish as they would say how 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 would you speak to credit card and credit card debt I would say for credit card, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but why? I mean, don't do it. Speaking from out there to buy, Simone. I mean, why shouldn't I use that credit card? It builds credit, of course, you know. So why, why, why should I not indulge a little bit? You know, um, you can use credit card to build credit and so on, but then you have to be very responsive. Um, one of the things that Nicole, and Nicole, she can she can speak of it as well. One of the things that she does is when she's going to buy, if she's going to buy something for $50 at the store, she makes sure that she has that $50 in her bank account. And that's the same approach that I've been taking as well. It's been like maybe almost three, four years now. I said, anytime I use my credit card, I paid off at the end of the month. And I'm not going to give anybody no free money. Um, <laughs> so credit card, you can have it if you are responsible enough. But then again, some people are not responsible enough. They, you know, the money is tempting. Oh, you, you have uh, a $6,000 credit line and you just swipe, swipe, swipe. And then you get yourself into a hard place. And some other things that I hear people do with it, they use their credit card to get points, to get bonus, to get miles. Um, they use their credit card for everything. And I'm like, you're using your credit card to get 1% or 0.1%. Do the math and you will show it will show you that it's not even worth it, especially if you don't pay that credit card off at the end of the month. So that's it for me. I think that you can have credit cards. But then again, you have to be responsible and disciplined. And a lot of people are not disciplined enough in um, to have a credit card. Yes, yes. Because I don't think people are being taught the concepts behind the credit card. Credit card is a business. Mm -hmm. The bank is a business. You know, all these places are businesses. So if you're going in at least knowing, then you're making an educated decision. But I don't think people go in knowing um, the, the trap that these credit cards can cause, um, you know, so you made a good point. You can have it, but are you going to be disciplined enough mm -hmm. to, to manage it? So that is, you know, that is probably one misconception that I just mentioned out there. And um, as I, you know, I'll refer back to, to your YouTube videos. I think there are some other um, misconceptions out there about credit card, about debt, about money. Wh which are the ones that you find that would come up more to you from a question perspective that people are asking? Um, you know, things that you think people are most um, ignorant about that you'd like to share. Uh, well, we could come up with a whole lot, but we, we'll just probably just mention a few. In the church or religious circle, um, as soon as we start talking about money, People think that our mindset is just about prosperity and getting rich and our focus is no longer on Christ's mission, which is to win the loss. And speaking about money in the church is sometimes like a, a taboo. Oh, you know, mm. um, but in any case, the Bible did not say that money is the root of all evil. The Bible says in First Timothy 6 verse 10 that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. So God, I believe... We firmly believe that God wants us to be good stewards of our money and what he has given unto us. And I don't believe that we should live poor, broke, disgusted and busted and struggling. <laughs> um, 
and that's one of the misconceptions in the church, like, oh, we should, you know, hang our face and look like a, a porting picnic, if you want to call it that. That's what we're saying. Yes. Um, but um, the love of money is different from um, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. It didn't say money is the love of money is another misconception that we can think of is that um, if you have a lot of money, um, if you make a lot of money, um, you have to, I'm sorry, you have to have a lot of money to be well off. And the more money that you make, the better off you will be. And that is certainly not true because you can really? make a hundred. Yeah, you How can make a hundred. How is that possible? <laughs> you, have people, you have people, Candace, that are making a hundred thousand dollars a year and they're still broke. And you have somebody mm -hmm. with a family of of uh, maybe a four and they're working $50,000 is the household income and they're far better off than the person making $100,000. Yes, yes. So it's wow. not how much money you make, it's what you do with your money. How do you use it? How do you utilize it? And it ties back into stewardship, which is what we have been talking about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Last and, but and not least, mentioned You've mentioned the church um, as well and, and, and that the connection with church and, and the concepts of money, etc. And um, based on what I've been seeing on your videos, you, you know, you pull a lot of your um, a lot of your processes about money from from the Bible. Um, mm -hmm. What what made you decide to do that? And is since it's a biblical concept that you're using, is it valid in today's time and also is it is it val valid generally or is it only valid in the church you see the bible doesn't get old it's it's written centuries ago but it's still valid and updated um it's it's greater than the latest iphone it has all the knowledge <laughs> and the resources that you need the bible mm -hmm. says in Hosea 4 verse 6 that people perish for lack of knowledge and why a lot of us are struggling why a lot of us are in the place that we're in, we're not growing, we're just in this fixed mindset, we're um, stagnant, it's because we don't have the knowledge. We're not utilizing either somebody not imparting the knowledge to us, or we may have the knowledge but not um, practicing or applying the knowledge. Yeah, we, yes. we do have a saying that Go says um, it's 80% it's 20% knowledge and it's 80% behavior. So as Simone says mm. that, you know, you might have all the knowledge in the world too, but it word world, sorry, but it's just how you apply that knowledge also. Yes. So, you know, I am, you know, let's use this example because, you know, what you ladies are saying sounds all fine and dandy. However, you know, I am in debt of, you know, as an example, there's, you know, there's someone listening that, you know, they're in debt of, mm -hmm. you know, um, $10,000. You're still trying to pay off their student loan. We're currently in a crisis, you know, this whole COVID thing, people are losing their jobs, et cetera. I mean, what, what would you say to, to someone that has, you know, has not had a proper relationship with money in the past and then how do they make changes currently and how will that affect them in the future? I know that's like a past, current, future question, but I just want to encourage, you know, a, a word of encouragement for people out there that is struggling and have always struggled with money. What, what, what word of encouragement or direction would you give to someone like that? So that's, that's a yeah, very loaded past current and future which is really good concept to look at right now and I remember when Simone and I decided to talk about our our start our YouTube channel we started it in the middle of this pandemic and that was the main reason too for starting it was because we know that there were people losing their jobs there were people that were in debt and how can we encourage them to not give up and so um, one of the things that we implore or really teach on is to get a plan. That's the first thing. Get a plan. And, and you, you said something crucial to that. In their past, their relationship with money is not was not good. Understand that. 
well, let's go to the growth mindset. And the growth mindset says that I will have a better relationship with money. I can have a better relationship with money. And so we're going to start with a plan. And that plan is to, and we, t- we taught this in a couple of our, we had classes um, with GEMS before. Our, the, the plan is start with where you are. Know all your debt and know what's your income and expenses. And you, you, you said it rightly too, that maybe somebody right now doesn't even have income. But what's the plan? We talk about that on our YouTube channel also. Find creative ways to make money. We also says it said this legally. So <laughs> exactly. That's important. Very important. <laughs> make the money legally. <laughs> but broken what's this sense. That, no, that is but, the thing. But the mm-hmm. statistic says this the the, the the statistic says that 70 out of a hundred people do not have $1,000 for emergency fund. 70 out of 100, maybe 7 out of 10 of our friends mm-hmm. don't have mm-hmm. $1,000 if an emergency comes up where the car needs to be repaired, the furnace or the AC goes out or whatever it might be. And what they what they what what do they resort to? Um, what do they use for emergency again? Nicole, uh, yeah, the credit card. <laughs> the credit card. <laughs> the credit card or the cash. Um, oh, cash advance. Cash advance. The cash advance. Yeah, I, don't, was, I, I was trying to understand that concept years yeah. ago. What? Yeah, cash don't. Advance, cash advance, yes. Don't let me start with cash advance. They are evil. <laughs> we have a video that we created <laughs> on that. They are cash advance is evil. It's like close to a thousand percent that people yes, pay. Yes. But that's for another day. Another, yeah. Yep. Um, but I think also I hear you ladies keep mentioning this term and the term is mindset mm-hmm. um, because the solution can be there. You are presenting some solutions. You're trying to help. But I think it's important that the mindset has to be there um, first. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, you want to have to change. What, what do you say to that? Our mind is crucial for us to make any change in life. Anything we want to do, it starts in our mind. So if you really want to get out of debt, you you have to really want it and it starts there. When Simone and I were, when we started years ago to get out of debt, we wanted it. We made changes. And if your mindset is not there, you will not see the changes. Um, same thing, mm-hmm. and I can equate it to even even um, losing weight. If your mindset is yes. not there for you to say, I want to lose weight, I have to exercise, I have to eat, eat healthy, you will not move at all. It won't change. So some people would probably say, okay, so where is the balance? Because... It sounds like you ladies are preaching this boring life where I can't spend money, where I can't have fun, where I have to have a thousand dollars in my bank account in case of an emergency. I mean, it just sounds boring. Why? Why is that? Is that true? Is it boring? And is there no life or there's no fun? You know, why? Why is it important for me to try and be debt free or try to manage my money you know i'm quite fine right now as someone would say you know i've got the best of this i got the best of that you know i'm stressed each month to pay a bill but why you know why bother you know let me answer that one nicole yeah. maybe that's why our youtube channel we we have a <laughs> low subscriber rate because people don't find this interesting because when they hear us start talking about being disciplined and managing your finances. Nobody wants that. Everybody wants to be entertained. Um, but then if you only want to be entertained, then so be it, you know, go along. But it's not going to help you to get out. And that's our vision. We are committed to transforming lives, changing our family tree, and leaving a legacy. One of the things that I was shocked here is like generations upon generations they're living on food stamps. There are nobody 
uh, hardly goes to college or maybe one out of the whole family goes to college or, I mean, everybody living in debt, nobody can help anyone. Yes, mm-hmm. it, may, it may sound boring that, yeah, you can't live a life, but um, uh, Dave Ramsey always says that live your life now so later you can live your life. Uh, no, if, I'm probably quoting it wrong. I will I will look it up. I have it right here because um, I was like, that is key, Simone. The Dave Ramsey um, quote. It says, if, you, that quote, if yes. you will live like no one else, later you can live like no one else. Live. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening so far. We will return to the program after this short break. At Bridge Tech Group, they understand social media can be daunting. Let them guide you through the maze and turn those social platforms into revenue generators. You can find them at bridgetechgroup.com. So if you live Mm -hmm. on spaghetti and meatball or rice and beans um, for, say, six months to a year because you have a plan, you want to get out of debt, you don't want to have a hundred thousand dollars. Do you know you have people have like four or five hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt? But that's for another day. But um, (laughs) if if you're really serious, you want to live on rice and beans. This is a a plan that I have two to three years. I'm going to get myself out of this mess, save up some money, follow the baby steps, um, pay off debt um, and get yourself into a better position so that you can change your family tree. I don't want to have my my parents. They did the best. Our parents, they, 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 they did the best that they could. Um, and they struggled to make us to have a good education and to be where we're at now. Going forward, I'm taking it to the next level where I am going to um, live my life where I live um, debt free, save up money, um, give like no other um pay off the house and things like that. I don't want to be 70 years old and still paying off my house. Or not only that, too, I want to retire with dignity, Candace. <laughs> yes. I don't want to be struggling. Yeah. I don't I want to maybe retire in the next couple of years. I don't want to I want to retire with dignity. So that's why I'm making that sacrifice now to live on rice and beans for the next couple of years. So that the next so maybe do that for two three years so that for the rest of my life i can eat what i want to eat um so then so i can go to the restaurants that i want to go get because because i have um the best change my life yeah go ahead nicole yeah yeah no yes it's it's important it's important and 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 before nicole add on to that um you know i want to express that you know what it's not it's not necessarily boring depending on the type of life that you're living, but if you are managing your money, well, there's money set aside for fun. There's money set aside for vacation. There's money set aside, you know, for, for going here and there and eating out, but you're doing it without having debt. Um, You know, so it's, you know, I hear what you're, I hear what you're saying. If you're in debt now, you've got to be willing to sacrifice to get out of it if that's what you truly want to do. Because I've seen people that saying they're always out of money, they can't get out of the debt, but yet they have the latest phone, Mm -hmm. the latest Mm -hmm. car, the latest this. And so it is a mindset. And and so I'll I'll shift over to you, Nicole. You're going to add on to what Simone said. Yeah, I was just going to quickly add about the sacrifice piece of it. Um, one of the things when we were earlier on in this, well, earlier on when Simon and I met, we talk about going back to school and it, 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 when I look back now, I've been out of school, we've been out of school for over probably 17 years, but we sacrificed four years of our lives just focusing yes. on yes. school and, you know, just studying, doing up, just making sure we got that that degree and now it's been 17 years of living you know off that degree and it's just the same the same concept is similar to what Simone is saying that the four years of rice and beans I mean I don't think we want four years of rice and beans but 
if if, the, if that's what it takes, then you, yes. you, you do that, and then you have the rest of your life to live in such a way that yes. you're not in debt. Yes, yes, and is so. Here is one of the concepts that I'm going to throw at you, which I have heard as well, and I'd love to get your 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 thoughts on that. You hear people say that there is good debt out there. So what are your thoughts around good debt? Debt that is considered to be okay to have. Is there such a thing? Well, I, we, I struggled with that earlier on too. Good debt because you want to have a credit score. and But if you listen to our best friend in our head, Dave Ramsey, he would tell you that's foolishness. <laughs> um, he, would, he would tell you. Hold on, Nick. Oh, before we even say that, the, but I will debunk that because the scripture says, and I'll look it up shortly, it says that the borrower is lender to this, is slave the to the lender. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know about good debt. Yeah, go ahead, Nicole. <laughs> right. and we, I just got, it's just it's debt. debt, right? <laughs> and that's why I'm going to say I'm struggling with it because, you know, Candice, Simone and I didn't just get here overnight or we've been like this all our lives it, we had to go through some uphill battle to say all right yeah we probably should have that kind of debt but after we our mindset began to change over a period of time and we see what we can do once we're out of debt there is no such thing as good or bad debt it's just debt same thing as sin sin <laughs> is sin no little sin big sin small mm-hmm. sin no sin, the sin <laughs> your sin go. right and that's how debt is yes. also. <laughs> whether is we, we and we talk about this, whether it's selling some stuff that you have in your house. You know, I remember when I got married, I got three blenders. What do I need three blenders for? <laughs> I just need one, right? And you can give one. Yes. You can give one as a friend, as a friend of for a gift. But at the same time, those are the things that we were talking about is that look for things in your home that you can sell. If you have three blenders, sell two. If you can um, make masks, we talk about this a lot too, because a lot of businesses were growth out of this pandemic. So regardless of the fact that you might have lost your nine to five, you cannot sit in that fixed mindset. What's that growth mindset? What's that next thing I can do? I can make masks. I can make t-shirts. And you might ask, so I don't even have money to pay my bills. How am I going to start up a business? Use material that you have in, in at home. You'd be surprised what we have in our homes that we can start to generate some income. And that can propel us into, you know, getting out of debt. It's, it's a small start, but... Every, as we say in Jamaica, every mickle make a muckle. That's mm-hmm. right. So, every- yes. to add to that, Nicole, to if anyone that's listening and they're in debt, um, as Candice said, we follow the baby steps, the Dave Ramsey baby steps. Mm-hmm. And the first thing we, uh, the first thing, I won't go through it, but the first um, step number one is to save $1,000 real fast for emergency fund. Do you know, Candice, that seven out of 10 of your friends are broke? Yes. Yes, yes, that is so true. Um, but with you, you know, I, I'm, I'm speaking to two women, minority women, as they would say, mm-hmm. minority women who are immigrants. All right. You know, there is a there's there's a um, there would be a stereotypical um, flow of what people would think of those three characteristics. But I would like for you to speak to that, because I think um Women sometimes in particular may have a whole different relationship with money. money or the mindset around money. I'm not sure if you've seen that with when you're connecting with people, but can you speak to that, to, to women and money from what you have seen so far? Um, so, you know, at first, even when we started GEMS, our target audience was women because of course, we are women and we just thought we would relate better with women. And yes, um, we, we, we know that women, if you give a woman a dollar, she can turn it into 10. And so mm-hmm. we know we can make it stretch. And so the, the concept of money and woman, most of the times, if you look at it, we're the ones that 
um, would want to save, would want to do right by our finances. We know we know how to make a house a home, so we mm-hmm. we, we don't shy away from the money in in terms of um, how to triple it, quadruple it, but we still need that help to get us to that growth mindset where we're not in debt in debt and so you know as women we know we have to do that not not just for us but for our generations to come yes and i hear you use the term growth mindset quite a bit which you have explained um however would growth mindsets include investments are are you do you touch on that within GEMS or do you mainly touch on becoming debt-free? Do you, do you go beyond, here's my question, and do you go beyond after you've become debt-free, what do you do? Um, so we are also in the process of getting to that next level. And we are briefly touching the investment portion of things because there is another guy that um, works alongside Dave Ramsey, Chris Hogan, and he talks about retiring. What is this book called? Retire Rich. And Everyday Millionaire. Everyday Millionaire. And yeah, he has another one that talks through how, what do you do when you do. Retire inspired. Yes. When you get to that level of you're, so, you're debt free and you have all this money, what do you do next? And so that's that's where our next level will go when it comes to gems we're just kind of so focused on the getting out of debt because we're going Mm -hmm. through that process ourselves we're going through that journey ourselves and yes we are at the point where we don't have consumer debt but there is still some debt that we want to get rid of and then we can definitely go into investing um or talk more about it i shouldn't say don't don't go into it because i know both of us have looked into investments and look how we can you know invest our dollars but in terms of um teaching that holistically we are probably not all the way there yet it can be a beast as people say on its own um and yes it's it's a process because as you're saying you know you want to be able to get out of debt um you know before you start looking on some of those other things or some of those other concepts um so what I what I wanted to probably touch on and 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 have you ladies talk about because I you know I hear you reference your um, you know or I've also referenced your YouTube page, but I think I heard either Nicole or Simone mention that either classes or webinars or um, you know ex- expand on that for me. I'm, I'm not sure if I heard that correctly. All right, so we do have um, uh, once a year. We're maybe we're maybe thinking about um, having it twice. We do our vision board party where we um, have users. Nah, I'm saying users because I'm thinking for work. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where we have um, where we have um, people come in. They set their goals, whether it's short term, long term, and they um, put visual put a visual uh, perspective of their board. Put it into. Um, put pictures to match their their vision. Um, we have uh, we have also talked about having um, actually we have had financial webin a financial webinar um, during the pandemic or earlier this year. I believe it was maybe like around June, and we have another one. We're going to do it next year because so much happening right now towards the end of the year. So early in the year next year, we're going to be having. Uh, my financial um, sem- financial webinar, um, and there will be more to come. We have a lot on our plate, and uh, you know, man- managing our our personal time, and then we're um, and work time, and then with with our nonprofit here, gems, where we commit our time, our talent, and our treasure. So we do have a lot on our plate, but yes, we do have um, financial are not only financial webinars, but webinars on a whole um, um, on, on our plan. And in the, Oh, very good. Go I ahead, say In the past, we had classes, and that's what I was referring to, is that we had a group that we were meeting at least, was it once a month, Simone, or twice a month? Twice. Yeah, it was twice, twice a month, month we were meeting, and we were just going through the, the Dave Ramsey baby step. It was just 
um, talking through from our experiences, teaching them how to get out of debt. And so those classes we had, that was last year. And that's when we took the next level to take what you see on the YouTube channel is some of the the um, information from the classes we've had with you know, individuals one-on-one, not one-on-one, but in a group setting, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would, if someone wants to connect with you, ladies, you know, let's say there is a listener out there that says, you know what, I want to be able to, to go debt-free. Um, you know, I'm making that decision now. I'm changing that mindset what kind of help or what kind of direction can you give them? You know, how can they connect with you? What level of support you provide? Um, because some people, you know, with, with a new concept need their hands, you know, held. Um, I remember the first book that really impacted me greatly was like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And after I read it, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Let's, let's do something. But then there was no there was, you know, it, it was difficult to find that reach, to find that help, to find that support. Um, what would you say to an individual out there that's saying, you know what, I at this time, I want to go debt-free and change in my mindset. I've tried several times, but I'm serious now. What would GEMS say to them? So we, I mean, we are right now just giving our tools and techniques on YouTube and they can reach out to us via our social media platform that we are on and we can um, help them in certain way, be accountability partners, you know, in certain ways and help them where we can. Mm-hmm. Which is good, which is good. Cause I think some people are trying to find a hand or trying to, you know, a hand that they can hold or a direction that they can go. But I must also say that your, your YouTube platform provides a, a great, um, entertainment format it's 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 easy to watch it's easy to listen to and it's easy to follow through on um so absolutely i i would recommend that and i and i'll definitely highlight that link in the description um for the podcast um but you know there was one that really jumped out at me that i'd probably have you ladies touch on before before you go and 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 that was one that said you know you've gotten a pay raise what do you do with that pay raise, which I thought was, which I thought was very good. And I'm not sure which one of you ladies wanted to touch on that, um, the thought process behind that episode and any insightful insights that you could just touch. Not the whole thing, but just a little snippet, a teaser. Mm. All right. So what do you do when you get a pay raise? You buy two phones, <laughs> a new car, <laughs> a new clothes. New clothes, you name it. That's the thing we do with our our, our um with uh pay raise, and that is definitely not the right thing to do because what we're all we're doing is just impressing people. That's all. But what if what if something happened, God forbid, and next month you lose your job? What about that new car or that new phone you're paying off or that credit card that you run up to get new clothes because you got a promotion? Mm-hmm. It don't make sense, right? Right. Yeah. So what we're yeah. telling people that instead of instead of running out and um uh buying new things for a pay raise, just put that money aside. Uh buy new things because you got a pay raise. Put that money aside and pretend as if that money exists. Don't exist. Doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> if I if I if I have fifty dollars in my bank account. That's the only money I have. My savings account doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. That's it. I only have mm-hmm. $50 until the next paycheck. So yeah. um, that's not what we're t- teaching people. And Nicole can add to it. What we're teaching people is that don't do what we have been always doing because you're going to get the same results. You're going to still be poor. You're going to still be broke. You're going to still have nothing. Right? right, right. And that concept, Simone, is something that I learned from my mother, actually, you know, with a Paris. Act as if it's not there, you know. You'll have a plan for it, but act as if it's not there and put it where it can start working for you. And I think that is a very, very solid point. Um, there was another episode that I want to touch on as well and to encourage people to watch. And I think it's, it, it has something to do with COVID, like what you do 
now within this time. And I'd love for you ladies to, to expand on that, um, you know, in, 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 a, in a word of encouragement as people work through this crisis, um, you know, how does that interrelate with their money and debt and how to work through that? I think it's time to buckle down and really focus on, you know, what is it that you need versus your want, especially during this time with COVID. Really? You know, we're we're not in the we're not in the situation where we can if you're not in a situation where you can go out and just buy what you want, you need to focus on what you need, first of all. And then mm-hmm. secondly, is as I said earlier, in terms of being creative and starting business, I've heard a lot of people have started business during this time. You know, I've heard people have um, gone out and do like Uber Eats or what other one called that DoorDash. And, and it's making so yes. much money because a lot of us are staying at home. We don't want to we don't want to go out there, but we still want to eat. So here is a good way for you to to make and just do it safely while you're out there. So in this time, um, when we saw this pandemic and that's why we it really it, it really sparking us again is because we remember the time when we had the government shut down and that was a two or three years ago and we remember when people said after two weeks they didn't have any money they were they were out flat broke and we were saying oh my gosh we cannot keep this this what we've learned to ourselves we cannot let another government shutdown happen and people are in this in the same situation so during this pandemic you know we're hoping and encouraging people that try try your best to be managing managing your money in such a way that you can still survive manage it in such a way that you are not down within two weeks it should be where and we teach this too that you should have six months of um, expenses saved. Yes, you should have mm-hmm. that saved up. So for those pan- this pandemic time when people lose their job, you should have six months worth of savings to do that. And so I hope this pandemic even help us to get to that next level where we're saving. And and it, we not we not we're not we don't know what's going to happen in the future. And we yes. have to prepare for the future and, and going back to something you said earlier about but we're living this boring life now. No, we're not living a boring life now still. We're still having a great life, but also preparing for our future. It can be done. Yes, yes. And I think after each crisis, um, you know, you think you learn a lesson, you know, speaking to the audience you know, the housing crisis, and, you know, there's so many different ones where people are learning these lessons, but then things get back to normal. And I say that with open, closed quotes, and then they tend to forget. So, um, you know, that's, that's a very good point to be able to hang on in there. Um, and in closing, I'm not sure who wants to highlight. I know you guys mentioned David, um, Dave Ramsey quite a bit. Um, you know, it sounds like you've pulled some lessons from him. Um, can you highlight who this person is for our audience who are not familiar with with him? All right, so Dave Ramsey, again, we said earlier, is like this best friend in our head, this big, <laughs> um, <laughs> this uncle that's telling us don't do it. Um, so Dave Ramsey, he was a millionaire twice, and then he got bankrupt twice. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the la- the last time he um um he became bankrupt, he said never again. And out of that, and he's a Christian, by the way, so that's what we really like about him. Yeah. He teaches based based on Christian principles. And Nicole and I, we have often joked that one day um he's going to hire us, and we are going to be one of his personalities. <laughs> so maybe fast forward a couple years from now. Um, we're fulfilling our dream working with Dave Ramsey. Um, but yes, he <laughs> teaches on the seven baby steps which we um we which we have practiced. 
um, the first step is save $1,000, then pay off debt, save three to six months of expenses, invest 15% of your retirement income, saving for college, paying off your house, which is where Nicole and I are at. And then after that, build wealth and give. So he, again, his principles are all Christian based. And he was like, um, after being bankrupt twice, um, as a millionaire, he said never again. So what he did was to create a curriculum to help families and he has helped millions of families to get out of the situation that they're in and change their family mm -hmm. tree. Wow. And that is huge because you're talking that you affect um, generations, generations. Absolutely. Um, you know, you ladies are doing a fantastic job. The fact that you decided that this knowledge that you have, you're not going to hold it to yourself and then be able to reach a certain demographics with this knowledge, I think is important. And that is one of the reasons I was so excited to, to be able to, to chat with you. And I encourage anyone out there that wants to get an idea of, um, you know, Gems Inc. and what they're doing. If you go to YouTube and just search for Prized Gems, that's P-R-I-Z-E-D and Gems, G-E-M-S, you'll find us on YouTube. We're on Facebook. And we are on Facebook at prized underscore gems underscore ink. And that's the same handle on our Instagram and our Twitter page. So excellent. Excellent. And I and you know, I know you're at I think it was level six of the seven that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. So it would be great to have you ladies back when you're mortgage free. <laughs> Sounds like that's the last step for you. And then on to investing, et cetera, um, you know, just to be able to speak to that, because I think people are intimidated with, a, you know, to start because they feel that it is too large or too big for them to do. And I think on one of your YouTube videos, you, you know, when they're saying, you know, for debt, when do you start? And I think the response was to start now. now. Yes. Is that yes. correct? Start right now. Yes. Start right now. Not only that, not only to start now, but start where you're at, your experience or where I'm at and where Nicole is at. It's two different, we're at two different places, two different, um, uh, maybe in, two different income, two different household experience, all of that. So start where you're at and don't compare yourself to other people. Don't look at us. Oh, you guys have it well off. No, that's not the case. We started where we're at. That is a very, very solid point, um, you know, for us to, to end this episode. Thank you, Nicole. And thank you, Simone, for sharing your insights on money and debt. I'm sure someone will learn something from you and take something away that will change their life. Thank you for joining us in the circle follow our podcast for more real life real talk you can also find us on facebook at in the circle podcast